0: Well, greetings to everybody. Greetings to you across the globe. Welcome to Kingdom Keys. I'm Apostle Max. We are teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are preaching the kingdom of God. This Kingdom Keys, um, the revelation about it is that you can unlock your destiny. Because the Bible says to you has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. To everybody else, all things comes in patables. So praise the Lord. Let us pray. Let's get into today's session. We're teaching on prayer, so let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the revelation. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for the spirit of understanding. Thank you for the mind of Christ. We ask that you be real to us, my God. Father, draw back the curtain. Give us the revelation for the season that we're in. This generation, we need to know you. We need to know your plan. And I thank you for insight, discernment, and the spirit of understanding. It is our prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said, amen and amen. Well, glory be to God. Let's get into Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. We've been teaching on the grid, the prayer grid. We're giving you a basis of how to, pre- how to pray and how to approach your Father in heaven and to get results in your prayer life. We're finding that many people have been struggling with their prayer life, and a lot has got to do with people's unbelief. And we've been spending time to teach on prayer so that you can uproot the unbelief and know that you can begin to expect God to answer your prayer. For without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Have a look at um, the Our Father and the prayer that they asked. The disciple says, teach us to pray. And this is the revelation that Jesus gave them, which I feel is so exciting and so deep that it will take us a lifetime to unlock these mysteries and the power of these 12 stones of revelation. He gives them 12 stones and it begins to unlock their lives and shows them um, how to pray. Matthew 6, verse 9 says, In this manner, therefore, pray Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom. And the power and the glory forever. Amen. And with that, there are 12 stones of revelation. We've discovered the first three has got to do with your relationship with God. Pretty much like, remember the Ten Commandments? The first five has got to do with your relationship with with God. And then your relationship with people. It's the same. Jesus gave us in the New Testament. He gave us this revelation, these 12 stones of revelation. 12 is is governmental order. He brought in a government a government that brings order, the government of heaven that brings order into your life so that you can walk in victory all the days of your life. So have a look at the prayer grid with me and have a look at the understanding about the first three of them that deals with your relationship with the father. He is our father and he is in heaven and you've got to go with everything that heaven has made available for you. There are benefits in serving the kingdom of God. And all of heaven is made available to you so that you can walk in success and experience the power of belonging to the kingdom of God. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. The kingdom is everything that you're looking for in this life. Not religion, but a kingdom. He came to give, Jesus came to bring back a kingdom. That's revelation. And hallowed be thy name has got to do with how you approach the throne. That's why Psalm 100 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. And his truth, hear me generation. Listen to this generation. In this generation with all the knowledge that's increasing, his truth endures to all generations. We are on this platform bringing the revelation of the kingdom of God so that you can walk in victory and understand the power of what it is to be connected to a a god a heavenly father a creator of the universe and a king that you can walk in victory and you can experience the power of his presence and the breakthrough that it is when his presence and his power shows up in a place and so your relationship with your father is number one he made you righteous if you if you've missed all any of my previous sessions this is for anybody new on the platform you need to go back and just go and study some of the other sessions and get a revelation of the father and his presence and the importance of honor because um, it is the fear of the lord that is the beginning of wisdom god doesn't want you to be scared of him but he wants you to reverence him he is not your buddy on facebook He's not your social media buddy. He is your heavenly father. He's the creator of the universe. And he has an invitation. He has the invitation. Having having received Christ is to approach his throne and be able to have a relationship with him so that he can speak to you. What a privilege. What a privilege. And so we in the kingdom of God and we are teaching today about um, is to know the person of Christ. Uh, The person of, of Christ provides for your peace but his principles provides for your prosperity. Remember that. So the second section around that is, he says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those three things has got to do. Number one is with the power of the kingdom of God. I've changed some of the naming that if you've seen in my previous sessions, I've used certain diagrams. I'm changing these names because I want them to be connected to the free ebook that I'll be having for you so that you can have them as as a notebook, that you can receive it into your 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 uh, email and in on your computer and you begin to understand what are we looking for when we are praying the kind of progress the plan of God the power of God so I want to match these so that you would not walk in any kind of confusion so the first thing about the kingdom of God you need to know that it comes with power for the kingdom does not only come in word, it comes with power. That means you can get results every single time when you get into the kingdom of God. And you begin to see the power of God working in the earth. Jesus said that to his, to his disciples. He says, when you go, you preach this. And you found breakthrough and people delivered from anything kind of demonic uh, systems and, and oppression. and um, And even for provision. He brought in a kingdom message. He said, told Peter, he says, you cast your net on the other side because in the kingdom is all the power that you need and all the provision that you need. So the first one is the power of the kingdom. The second one, he says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's got to do with the purposes of God. So purpose, it means original intent. God has got an original intent for your life and for mine and even for the earth and um, he's working in the earth and his purposes is prevailing in the earth many other plans in a man's heart but it's the purposes of god that's going to prevail in your life and in mine and so you were you were born for a purpose you were sent into the earth to solve problems for the kingdom of god and all of life makes sense when you come into the purposes that god has got for you and for your destiny so First is the power of the kingdom. Second is the purposes of the kingdom. You, you were born for a purpose. You are not an accident. The third one has got to do with order. When God begins to order your life, when you're calling for the will of God, it means that your will must go. It means that your king, if you say thy kingdom come, it means that your kingdom must go. Your kingdom must, his kingdom, your your will must bow to his kingdom. You must say yes to his will. That's why you came into his kingdom because uh, Satan's no match for God. uh, God's dealing, the match for God is the thing that he placed inside of you. It's called your will. That means your will is so powerful. It can override the will of God all the days of your life. You can say no to God, and you've got the right to do that. It is when we invite his kingdom, that his will is being done. It means that my will bows. That's why Jesus could pray in the garden of Gethsemane, not my will but your will be done. You see that? Now the next one is that once your will is gone and you've submitted, it's not gone, you've submitted it. We submit it all the time. Once your will is submitted to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, now he's got the right to reorder your life. You see that? Now he's got the right to tell me, you're not going to be writing software for this insurance company anymore. You're going to start preaching in my kingdom. You're not going to be a businessman. You're actually called to preach. Now, that is a big one for me because I got sick out of that. Because how could I, as this person who's never sat and and I can't open up my mouth, I don't do public speaking. I got zero for public speaking. I was useless in, com- in communication. How the enemy came and he quenched that gift inside of me and he fought me all my days because there's no way you can speak. And sometimes... Your, your, your gift can be locked up in the place where the enemy has tried to trash you and frustrate you. Your gift could be locked up right in that place. It happened to me. But when I said yes to the will of God, it meant also that God had a, had a way to unlock my gift for the kingdom of God. You see how powerful it is? Because your money is in your gift. So your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. So anytime you come into the kingdom of God and his will is being done, there comes the power, there comes the purpose, there comes the order in your life. Now, no longer am I working for a job because the job is where they what they pay you to do. But your work is the thing that you were born to do. It is your life's story. It is um, um, going to be your... Um, 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 report card at the end of your life. It is your gift. It is in, when I allow God to reorder my life, it's on so many levels. God begins to bring his word. And I said yes to God. And I, I said yes to his will. And it's, it's been a glorious journey. I can I can guarantee you, it's not easy, but I'm telling you, it's worth it so when your world goes and his will comes you begin to experience his prosperity you begin to see um, his power and his purpose in your life and that's what you were born to do and that's what makes it so exciting that that's why it moves on to the next one which is then uh, prosperity because give us this day our daily bread this is my teaching for today so the kingdom does come with power and it comes with purpose and it comes with order but it also comes with provision come on somebody prayed right now and say give us this day or make it personal say give me this day my daily bread we were taught about this in in uh, you know as we were growing up it was always about the slice of bread at home right or something to eat that's what mommy and daddy prayed for and that was you know Absolutely needed in certain seasons because we were so broke. But when you get into the kingdom of God, you begin to understand that this has got to do with revelation. Listen, listen, listen. This is the crux, this is where the rubber hits the road. Because when you're dealing with money and a job, you don't need revelation, you don't need bread. Bread is revelation. Man shall not live by bread alone. Matthew 4 and 4, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we've been teaching about how to hear the voice of God. We understand that um, there is one is the Logos and two is the Rhema. So Logos has got to do with the general word of God. I'm this is the end of the session. I'm going to give you a bit of a some some model and some Uh, Diagrams to help you build an understanding because it's really important. People don't change because they really need a model to change. They need some sort of blueprint to help them make that transition. And I want to give that to you. But you need to know that, that there is the general word of God that you can just go and read the word of God and your mind must be renewed according to that word. But when you're living every single day, You're not just living out of the logos, but you're living out of the rhema because God gives you a word from his word. And that's how you begin to hear his voice because the mind of God, when you understand what's on God's mind, you read his word, Hebrews chapter one and verse one lets you know that. That God in previous times past, he spoke to us through the prophets, but now he's speaking to us through through his son, Jesus Christ. So anything you want to know about God's logos, You go into the word of God. You go and you study scriptures and you need to know what the word of God says. Then God's going to give you a word from that word for your situation. You see that? So he's got to speak to you from his word. So there's no incongruency when it comes to God's mind and God's mouth. That what God says in his word, there'll be no confusion when it it comes from his mouth. Because man shall not have by bread alone, by logos alone, but by every word, which is the rhema word that comes from the mouth of God. Are you seeing that? That's really important because you will never get a word that is inconsistent with the word of God. The spirit of God uses the word of God to make you like the son of God. So God, when he speaks, he can confirm what he's saying in his word. So that when you get the God's voice and you can hear and understand his voice, it brings you into what God has got for you for today. And that's why it becomes really important to understand the revelation. Exodus chapter 16 verse 1. The people have left the place of provision, the place that they got food from. It is out of Egypt. Pretty much like anybody, when God breaks you from the system of the company you've been in, or the world system you've been in, he's now bringing you into the kingdom of God. You're not only switching kingdoms, you're now switching systems. So he's got to teach them of a different system. Have a look. Exodus chapter 16 verse 1. And they journeyed from Elam and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which has been between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they departed from the land of Egypt. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. When we sat by the pots of meat, when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger, my God, with food. I mean, that is their only focus. Is that not your focus only in the world, in, in, in Egypt, in bondage? You only think about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat and where, you know, where you're going to sleep. And yet when God brings you into into the promised land and God's taking you through this journey of the wilderness, he's preparing you for where he's taking you to. So nobody gets to skip the wilderness. So it's God's way of preparation to bring you into what God has got for you because Egypt is not enough. The wilderness is just enough. But the place that God's taking you in the promised land is a place of more than enough. So what is God doing? He's teaching you how to wait on him to walk with him. And all they wanted was to go back because they just wanted to satisfy their flesh. Yet God was giving them revelation for the season so they can journey with God. And any born-again believer that does not understand this misses out on what God has got for them and for their destiny. Let's go deeper. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I'm on verse 4, I'll rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day they shall, that they shall prepare what they bring in and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. So he gives them an instruction. He says, look, I'm going to drop this stuff. The dew will come in. Then this man is going to fall up on, uh, every morning. And whatever household needs, whatever you need, go and fetch from, the, from from the ground. And there'll be abundance. But here's the deal. Do not carry over from today into tomorrow's stuff. Because tomorrow you can come again and I will give you again. What was the lesson? The number one thing about this is, is that uh, manner. let me just give you what it means when you say uh, manner. It was, it's what's this. Because when they walked with God, they never ever got this from any education system. No book told them, your university will not give you this. It's called revelation. What is revelation? It's revealed knowledge. When you get an education and you go to your university, you got all your degrees, you get something they call dark knowledge because God's excluded from it. Babylon, everything they build in the education system, it's without God. So when you come into the kingdom of God, God has now got to teach you and train you in his university. Adam never went to any university. How did Adam know what to do? Adam walked with revelation. God downloaded what he needed for his assignment. So now the now that you and I, the same the way they came out of a system of bondage, now you're coming into a new system where you're getting trained around the kingdom of God and how to walk by faith. But what you need every single day and in the season you're in is revelation for what you need to be doing. Because revelation is your provision. The manner that you get... They, this is when they woke up in the morning, they went to and gathered this. It was like little wafers. It was, you know, um, in fact, another version speaks as being angel food. It's that God feeds you. God feeds you. He's feeding your spirit. He's showing you what to do and which way to go. Why is religion so useless? Because religion gives you a form. If you do this, just say the Our Father with no revelation. And just say it, and you know you must say the Our Father. You know we always do that. And there's no real revelation about it. They're giving you a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Because when you study the Our Father, you understand how rich the prayer is that Jesus gave. In there he's saying, for your provision, I must give you revelation." Are you with me? It's really important because I'm finding Christians that once upon a time they had a powerful encounter with God. And God's favor flowed and God's provision was there. And then the brook dried up and they don't know what to do. And so they want to go back to old manner. They want to go and fetch old stuff that God gave them years ago. I want you to know that my family's got me on a certain diet. And part of this diet is there's a soup that you have in the afternoon, and I'm loving the soup. But I found my wife making the soup for the whole three days. And I ate the soup on Monday, and I ate it on Tuesday, and I ate it on Wednesday. It was the same meal. But I had to eat it every single day. I could not live off Monday's meal on Wednesday. Are you getting it? The revelation is that God says, when you come into your season, when you're dealing with provision, you need to know that every single season you come to me because uh, it is for your provision. It is to feed you with where you need to be going to. And here's what you need to know about revelation. Give us this day our daily bread because revelation is time sensitive. My God, that's good. (laughs) That's good. I can't live and eat off Monday's food. I need fresh soup today. You need, you can't, even though you ate the same meal the previous Sunday and this past Sunday, um, it is not the previous Sunday's meal that sustained you. It was this Sunday's meal that sustained you on Sunday. Are you getting me? So here's the point, and you need to write it out again. God will never give you a future that makes him unnecessary in your life. Now you understand the importance of this our father prayer. Because many people are lacking provision. Because they think that the way God supplied the last time when the brook dries up, you're still crying over the brook. There's jobs that are no longer there anymore. They're obsolete. But your father's not obsolete. His presence is not. You can get revelation today. If you get up in the morning and you go and gather and start to develop in your prayer life with God, you will get revelation for the season that you're in because all revelation is time sensitive because God knows you in need of these things. Your father knows you in need of them. So what has he done? He's already provided for you. Now, as long as you are alive, let me give you a good example. I'm traveling from here to, to Durban. And I filled up my tank. And about let's say six, seven hundred kilometers into it, I see the tank is running on empty. I never carried all the cans with me from my start. I pulled into a garage at six hundred kilometers in, or whatever, and I fill up the tank again there. Here's the revelation: for anybody doing the will of God you will find the provisions on the way. Most people don't want to move because they're first looking for the provision before they go. The revelation is, go and you'll find the provision on the road. So as long as you don't want to do the will of God, you don't need revelation. For those that are doing the will of God, and I believe it's you, on the road, you're going to get revelation. Everybody type it there. On the road, there's revelation as you go god will provide when you get to a red sea god will make sure that there is an anointing there is a place there is an answer but you need to break free from where you are and the lies and the deception first give me the provision then i'll go the devil is a liar it's not how faith works Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we live out of the proceeding word from the mouth of God. We wake up every morning and we get revelation for the season that we're in. That's why whatever I need in the church, I wish to tell you that we started this church with all the provision. It never did. God says, if you start, I put some money aside and I started that first. And the Lord said, wait until that money was finished. And he said, are you done? Because now we can start the church. Because I never called you to depend upon you. And even all your provisions is not enough for where I'm taking you. You're going to need all kinds of provisions from above. I'm going to send you all kinds of people. And you're going to depend upon me, not upon your own. And lean not upon your own understanding. You see, for the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Because God's obsessed with order. He's not going to go and send you into a place and not give you the tools to equip it. But it means that I now have to take the first step. And so when I'm on this road and I'm getting revelation, here comes the provision. I've watched God provide for us in miraculous ways and send us what we need. Because when you're walking with God, here comes the the manner for today. Some jobs you're never going to see ever again. There are some jobs and titles that are obsolete, never going to need them again. Ai has made certain of that. That's the reason why God's calling you into a place of where you pray for revelation to come for the season that you're in because your revelation, number one, is time-sensitive. Number two, it's connected to your provision. Listen, God knows your skill. He saw all the trouble that's coming. He knew about everything that would be happening in 2023, 2024. And yet when he sent you to the earth, he equipped you with a gift. And I'm finding there's a a greater part of my gift that's unlocking. There's more that God is doing in and through my life. Because when you come to the place in the kingdom of God, no matter what is happening in the world, the world never saved you. The world, he sent you into the world, but he sent you equipped so that your gift will make room for you. I can promise you they might throw Joseph out now because the brothers think that Joseph is adequate to their dream. But a time is coming in the famine where they're going to absolutely need the revelation that's on Joseph. And let me tell you about this revelation. If you're dealing with Samson, Samson's got such an anointing upon his life, and he's able to destroy the Philistines. The enemy knows he's after one thing only is the revelation in your life. It's called the Antichrist, it's working against. The anointing. Because when a man's got revelation, you can't stop him. If a man knows how he's coming out, you can't stop him. If he can switch the lights on and see exactly what's happening in the room, he can find his provision. Because God has made you that way. It's called revelation. When Adam sinned, the Bible says his eyes were opened. His eyes were opened to a different dimension. And then he looked at himself and said, they saw themselves naked. But that's not how Adam was born. He was born with revelation to look into the heavens and whatever he saw from his father in heaven, he could produce in the earth. That, there's no stress in that. The reason why people are stressed is because the only world they know is the natural world. This job, that company, these people. But when you came to the kingdom of God, you've come to tap into heaven. You've come to get revelation from your father in heaven. Samson, if you understand the importance of that and why the enemy, you are so dangerous for the enemy. Having revelation, when they find revelation, gives you the power to walk in victory all the days of your life. The enemy is only after one thing; is after that anointing upon your life. He wants to shut your eyes because when Samson went and he and um, they caught him and they finally cut his hair, that was the, that was the church. That's a that's a a, a type of the church. That has been hanging so long with the world that they don't know who they are. Don't know the revelation that God has given them. Don't know what they're capable of doing. They were supposed to be getting revelation from the from the heavens. But you've been hanging so long with the world, you don't even know who you are. And what does the world do? Number one, cuts that hair. Cuts your anointing. Number two, takes his eyes out. What is eyes? Eyes has got to do with revelation. The revelation that you're supposed to be living out, this is the bread that you get. This is the word that God gives you. This is the way you walk in the spirit. This is how you wake up every morning and you go and gather from the manor and you begin to function out of a different place. Because if you can see what they cannot see, you can go where they cannot go. Are you hearing me? What gives us peace? Knowing that on the road, when I need what I need, I can pull into that garage and get my tank filled up again and I can get revelation for the road and I'll be okay. And that's what God has called you to do. That's why you're praying. Because he, revelation gives you a now God. He brings God on, It brings God onto the scene right now because I need an answer for my provision. There are many jobs. And let me tell you this. You're not even looking for a job. When you come into the kingdom of God and your will is gone, you're saying your your will be done, your kingdom come, order my life. For many of you, God has shut that company because he's bringing you into a place of order. Why? It's attached to your gift. See that? Because um, it's, it's not a man's education. It's a man's gift that makes room for him. Your education can become obsolete, but your gift never will. I say this to you again. When you sow your seed, um, God can bring you increase as you sow your seed. But let me say this to you. Please write this out and never, ever forget it. Prayer, revelation is in the prayer equation. You manufacture this in the spirit and you gather it with your hands in the natural. That's why he places his kingdom within you. It's the father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. So when you pray, you are creating things in the spirit. You are getting revelation from the Holy Ghost. You're being taught which way to go and what to do because you are led by the spirit of God. And as you gain revelation and learn how to live by bread alone, That's why he says, I gave gave you this to test you that you'd keep on coming back to God every single morning, building a prayer life, building a life of coming back to him every single day because he's your father and he knows you in need of these things, but you're going to train up your spirit. You're going to discipline your spirit every single day to come into what God has got for you. Glory be to God. So when God, you come into the kingdom, the kingdom is a place of mysteries. For you, it's being given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. What is a mystery? That's Mark 4 and verse eleven. What is a mystery? A mystery is a profound secret. Something wholly unknown or something kept cautiously concealed. When God gives mysteries, this is what makes the devil so mad. Because mysteries are not hidden from you. They're hidden for you. So that when you come to your place of need, here comes the revelation. Here comes the answer. Because it was hidden for you. Someone's going get to a, get a revelation and you're going to begin to step into your destiny before this year is over. You're to function out of a brand new relationship with the Father. And you're never going to be afraid again. If you know where the provision is and you know how God's going to move and you get insight and discernment and you walk with the gift of knowledge, gift of wisdom, and you begin to function out of the kingdom of God, you will never be afraid. You will never be concerned about what tomorrow brings. Why? Because you got a prayer closet. You got a prayer grid. You got to go and ask the father and your father in heaven will give you whatever you need. He's not going to give you bread. He's going to give you the revelation of where the thing is because bread is revelation. This is what makes us dangerous. I need to get into what I need to say to help you just end up in my last 10 and 15 minutes. God never gives you bread that stays but bread that sours. Mm. That means when God gives you revelation, um, the revelation that I needed um, for, let's say, moving my house. So um, we had one house. Uh, I wanted to move closer to the church. I needed um, to go to Bible college. I just gave my heart to the Lord when I purchased my first house. I didn't know the Lord, but then I found, you know, God found me. And um, then he brought me into the kingdom and I wanted to move. in, so I'm looking for this place where this house is. And God gives us revelation about where this place is. You're walking down, down the driveway. And before we even enter into the house, the Lord says, this is your house. So you know it because God's giving you now fresh manner for your new house. So I'm in the word. But I need a word for this house. Is this the house? We tried many houses. And every house it just felt like it never came through. Or no desire. And you have to break this wall and change that. And it just never worked out. So God gives us revelation. As we are walking on there. The spirit of God resonates within us. You've been looking. You've been asking me. Here's the revelation. This is your house. It's 24 years later. Because the blessing of the Lord makes rich. Adds no sorrow. Even though the devil wanted to take that place. He tried many times. He's failed hopelessly because it was my testimony of the way God gave it and here was the testimony so uh, we tried to get money I took some loans but we still came up with 20,000 and short so it could have been like you know 24 years ago it could have been 2 million you know let's you know that's what it felt like that time any any at at any point because um I just didn't know how we were going to get that money in and so what we did was I had to go and sit with the Lord right and the Lord says to me um You now need to go and sign on this dotted line. I got a clear word from the Lord. And because I am in the word of God, he gives me a word from the word. And out of that word, I went and I signed for it. And I never had all the money yet. But I needed to raise the money in 21 days. I mean, miracles took place in the company, gave bonuses that year to contractors they never did. And God supplied within that 21 days. But it's because I got a word from the Lord. Now, I can't give you that word because God never gives you bread that stays, but bread that sours. So I can give you my testimony, but I can't tell you to do exactly what I did because that's sour. It's old. It's an old testimony, but it's my testimony. But you can't take it and say, well, God did it for Pastor Max. He'll do it for you. The devil is a liar. You must sit in his presence and you're going to have to get the word from God for your situation. Because you're going to get revelation for is it is it the job, which job. Some of you are called to ministry. Others are called into the marketplace. Others are called into education. Yet you're you, you in the arts and entertainment. You know, you, you could sing a couple of songs. No, but God's calling you. You need to get from the, the Holy Spirit what you need to be doing. It's called revelation. It's stuff that's hidden. It's been concealed, but it belongs to you. That's what happened to us. Because I had, when God gave me the revelation that I'm called to preach, it was crazy in my mind. And the devil fought me all the way. But here we are. Look what the Lord has done. So revelation that blessed, helped, and served you in past seasons is used as a testimony, but cannot be stored for another season. So David goes and he goes to the Lord and he says, um, you know, these Philistines are attacking. All the, I'm trying to think who attacked them. And the Lord says, well, go and attack them. So he does. And then they go, the Philistines, they go away and they come back again. And he goes back to the Lord and he inquires again from God. He says, so should I do it the same? He says, you will, but don't go attack them this way. Go around by the mulberry trees and you'll hear it. Then you can attack them. And that's how he defeated them. It's the same enemy. Different strategy. So I can't give you my bread. Because that bread is stale. It's deposited in the kingdom of God as a testimony, but it's not for you. It's just to strengthen you. I overcame by the blood of the Lamb the word of my testimony but you a child of God he's our father you sit with your in your prayer closet ask him what to go and study ask him when to go and study ask him to confirm it ask him what to do because he's going to give you revelation for the season that you're in and if you hear his voice he'll bring you into your destiny hmm let's get into this model quickly I promised I'll give you something That will help you and strengthen you. Proverbs 20, verse 27. The Bible says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So God can light you up to guide you. Because what are we dealing with? We're dealing with how somebody can hear God and practice hearing the voice of God and obeying. There's four things that you need to know. Please put on these four key words. Number one is meditation. Joshua 1 and verse 8. He told joshua you must meditate on my word day and night you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success the first thing meditation is to mutter you've got to stay in the word of god he told him how long day and night is that not the same word he gave the 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 israelites he said you've come out of egypt you're gonna have to come every single day to get manna you're gonna have to walk into my presence you're gonna have to come and you have to stay in my word you must find go and visit every other book but you live in the Bible. That's what you do. You meditate on my word. Day and night. I will. you, And you. Will make your way prosperous. You will have good success. Why do you need to meditate on the word? Why do you have to stay in the word every single day? It's because you steeped in 12 years. And more. Of a world system. 12 years and more. A world system. That you got trained in. How to reject God and his word. And they are antichrist. Every teaching, every training. There's no Bible in the schools. The devils used everything to try and stop the word of God. Because Babylon means without God. It builds everything without God. So your work every single day is to retrain your spirit to believe God. Number one is meditation. Number two is priority. Proverbs 4 and verse 5. Proverbs 4 and verse 5 says, Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, for she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. We're making the word of God your priority in all you're getting. This is what he says. Wisdom is the principal thing. Your problem is not the principal thing. Your chaos, your confusion, all that you are dealing with, that's not your principal thing. Wisdom is the number one thing, make it your number one priority in the word of God, that's why you meditate. meditate number one, number two is prioritizing, therefore get wisdom, in all you're getting, get understanding, exalt her and she will promote you, she'll bring you honor when you embrace her, when you take the word of God, make it your priority, it's going to deliver to you wisdom, please hear me when I say this to you, many people are looking for money, doesn't work like that in the kingdom of God, any time your wisdom does not match, well, if you get a lot of money, you get some kind of bonus, your money always drops to the level of the wisdom that you have concerning the word of God in your life. When you raise your wisdom, your money increases. Pretty much like a man that is a beggar. I took a brand new shirt, bought him a brand new shirt, gave it to him, he he used the shirt the whole week slept with it. The following week, when I saw him, the shirt was all dirty. What is that? Is that whatever's on the man's mind manifests in his life? The dirt on the shirt was the dirt in his mind. So if you have no wisdom, your money is always going to come to the level of your wisdom. It it forces its way to the place. Of the level of wisdom you have in your life. If you have got, if you want more money. This is what the Bible says. Increase your wisdom. And you'll find money will increase. This is what it says. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor. The word brings you honor. When you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory. She will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my sayings. And the years of your life will be many. It will extend your life. I've taught you in the path of wisdom. I've led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. My God, just because you've embraced wisdom, because you've made the word of God your priority, because you're meditating on it day and night, now you're having good success. Now you're having prosperity. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her for she's your life. So, meditation, prioritization. That's your second one. The third one is to practice it. Take the word of God, not just meditate on it, not just wake up every single day to get the word from God. Now put it into practice, James 1, 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Let me tell you what's coming down the line. The Bible says in, in, in the latter times, in the end times, people, the number one weapon of the enemy is deception. If you want to break from deception, don't only be a hearer of the word of God. Practice the word. You want to break from deception? Then do what the word of God tells you to do. Don't just hear it only. He says, uh, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Anybody doesn't do the word doesn't need the devil to deceive them. They're deceiving themselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, who he observes himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So you've got to practice the word of God. The Bible speaks about two men that build their houses in the book of Matthew and it speaks about that in you know in dealing with um, hearing and doing the word of God the one the bible speaks about a wise and a foolish man and how the winds and the storms came for everybody they built their house one on the sand and one on, on the rock and the winds and the storms came and the one washed the one house away and the other house stood because the one heard and didn't do the one heard and did so a year of the word of God is one thing. It's beautiful to get revelation. The question is, are you doing it? Because when I act upon the word, now my faith begins to work. Now I start to find victory. Now I begin to act. I mean, just a beautiful testimony from one of the ladies this morning. You know, she came in here two months ago. She just started, she came back to the ministry and she started tithing. And she said that as she tithed, her whole throat choked up. She got sick. Because the enemy would come and attack you for obeying the word. She sent me a testimony this morning. There was a breakthrough that she got financially that um, that came through the the company. And there's 80 people in that company. But she got the breakthrough alone. Because God knows how to get your money to you. But you're going to have to, not just here, you're going to have to do you must practice the word of God. Of course, you'll come under pressure because of revelation. The enemy wants you to go and walk in the natural, go and find a job so he can control you. But when you get revelation and God begins to show you what tithing and giving and sowing and and staying in the word looks like and acting upon the word of God. Now she's walking and rejoicing because she's obeyed the voice. She said, I'm sowing my seed again and she's doing it with joy because she's finding that the system works. You've got to be a doer of the word of God. The winds are blowing. The rains are coming. But I'm letting you know that your house will stand because you are a doer of the word of God. Number four is learning to practice to obey the voice of God. Isaiah 48 verse 17. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. You see, there's one thing about practicing the word of God. The Bible says you can't curse and bless. So always just speak life. You don't need a deep word from God. You don't even need the Holy Spirit to tell you that. It's in your Bible. It's the general word of God. But a specific thing of what to do for your situation, of which way to go, is what you're targeting. So the first three is general. I've got a meditation that's general. I do it every single day. It's my discipline. The next one is that I prioritize the word. I read the word of God. I I, I treasure it. It's giving me life. I've made it a priority in my life, for my marriage, for my home, and then I practice it. I walk in love. I sow my seed. I go to church. God doesn't have to give you a word for that. That's just all general word. That's logos. But the one that you're looking for, for direction, comes only after that. Once I've, I've got to, if I can practice the general word of God, God will give me a specific word for my situation. Now, he, when he speaks, that becomes really powerful. Because now I've gone from the Logos into the Rhema. And this is what it says. I'm the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Please write this out. Every time God speaks, it's for your profit when God gives you a word from his word and he gives you clear direction you can be guaranteed it's taking you into your destiny. But if you're not practicing the general word why are you asking for a specific word? Doesn't work that way. Your mind must be renewed according to his word and you do it every single day. And as God blesses you and and now God wants to redirect your life he lets You'll find out that there's a brook that will dry up. Then he'll move you into the new place that he's got for you. And he'll give you a word for your situation. Because you have a general obeying of the word of God. Now God can give you a specific word for your situation. And this is my prayer for you. For man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. My time is up. I'm praying for you today. That God's going to direct you and guide you. I want you to know that revelation has got to do with your provision. Revelation is time-sensitive. You just need to ask yourself, out of the 12 stones of revelation, what, what did God reveal to you out of the spray? Because now you're getting into a place of where your eyes are being opened to the things unseen. Let me pray a prayer for you. It's really important. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. The man who wrote the spray. Was a man who was highly educated with the name of Saul, persecuting the Christians until he had an encounter with God. He was absolutely deceived until his eyes were opened. God, in first of all, shut his eyes for three days. And when his eyes opened, God says, I've called you to do something for me. And God changed his name from Saul to Paul. And this is what he wrote. This is his prayer, my prayer for you. Therefore, I also after I heard of your, of your faith in the lord jesus and uh, and your love for all the saints do not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age, but in also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. If you pray that prayer every single day for your life, God's going to bring you into the reason why you were born and you will walk in dominion like the first Adam did and like the last Adam did. The first Adam before he sinned and the last Adam the way you walked in the earth. The power of revelation. I pray a blessing upon you, your family, your mind, the eyes of your understanding be flooded with light. To know the hope to which God has called you. Your new season is here. There's fresh revelation. There's fresh manner. And God has got a word for you as you pray. I pray that you'd grasp or grab a hold of what God has got for you and walk into the fullness of your destiny. In Jesus' mighty name. I'm Apostle Max. This is Kingdom Keys. God bless you. We are unlocking destinies. To you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. God bless you. Until next time, see you then.